Hey, what's going on? It is episode 95, Top of the Duchain Podcast. Topofduchain.com for all your listening pleasures. Yeah. Social media pleasures. Tons of listening pleasures. We got all the pleasures. Uh, Pictures. <laughs> I don't think we need to delve into that any further. <laughs> Corey's been Hershey squirting it all the oh, past 48 hours. Let me tell you that. That's not pleasant. There's a, there's a silver lining to everything. And uh, as somebody who's trying to lose weight and cut. You cut two pounds? I cut, three I pounds? Cut two pounds today. Yeah. Two pounds. Oh, we man. We call that double deucing. Yeah. And uh, happy birthday to our boy, Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. He just uh, opened a uh, Instagram account today. Yeah. And it's already cool. Yeah. yeah. Better yeah. than Garth Brooks? He probably- oh, he actually kind of started it like Garth Brooks, but um, I, you know what? I don't think we can get in trouble for, for playing it, but. What, like copyrights? <laughs> well, we do every now and then when we play songs. Oh yeah. Boom It's just panning him. Because I may not be willing, but I'm capably able. Do I have an Instagram? Well, I'd be like cooler if I did. Guess what? It is now a lot cooler because I do. All right, Instagram, let's do this. Let's get some howdies going. Howdy. Howdy. So, uh, that's so weird. That's uh, a little weird. It's worth the follow. Come on, man. It's worth the follow. 100%. Uh, and then his his first post is pretty. There's a laugh in there, man. And Yeah, it's a little cringy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, look, this is my first venture into which these guys are like talking to a group of PR people that are like, all right, and I'm a little bit nervous about it. Um, listen, what because it, quite frankly, listen I, this I, laugh. I'd like, I know I want to have a monologue. I'm not sure I want to have the dialogue, <laughs> but I've learned that you got to have the dialogue to happen. Who was that cracking up? Him. Oh, it was him? Yeah. Like the monologue, not sure I want the dialogue. <laughs> no, I think he's a smart dude. He's a professor at Texas. Yeah. So. That, well, I mean, he's a professor of fine arts because he's an actor, though. I mean, yeah, but still, you got to have a little bit of intellect to be able to. I mean, you can't be no dummy and be in Magic Mike. I mean, you got to. Uh, that's true. <laughs> no, his favorite movie that he said. What's that? Surfer dude? Mud. Oh yeah. Have you seen that? Uh-uh. About just um it's a good movie. Yeah. I watched it simply because he was in it. Never heard of it, just it was on Prime or something like that. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. I don't know, he's man. A, he's a good actor. I mean I'll, First time I I remember him was you know, as crazy as it is, he was completely overshadowed because the first time I saw him was in a time to kill. And I didn't remember the Texas guy. I remember Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. yeah. You know, he just, and that just goes to show how monstrous on scene Sam Jackson can be. I mean. Well, yeah, you get him yelling, man. (laughs) He is, he is all you think about, you know, when you think about that movie. But there was actually some, you know, heavy hitters and, and, you know, 
pretty good acting probably in that one because McConaughey and Bullock were were both probably pretty big at the time, or at least getting there. McConaughey was on his way up. Yeah, I mean, he'd um, already made like the ones that made him famous. Yeah, you know, what's it? Days and Confused yeah. kind of put him on the map, and so he was he was a hot Texas name Chainsaw for sure. Massacre. Yeah, he was a hot. <laughs> He was a hot name. I would say he's yeah. the star status he is now. What he, he got that gig for a reason. Uh, and um, I mean, dude does a five minute cameo. On Wolf and of then, Wall Street. and then, what's that dude's name? He's pulls number two credits. What's the guy's name that uh, he's in it? Uh, that um, plays his kind of his partner or whatever. It's not Cusack, is it? No, oh man, I'm blanking on the dude's Dude, name. Corey's the movie buff. He's man. the what's he, that? He's the guy that played the food critic in Chef. What's oh. that dude's name? He also played the wrestler in uh, what was that movie uh, where Scott Con and I know who you're talking about. I don't know the guy's <laughs> name. Yeah, you're talking about Ready to Rumble. Yeah, I know Ready the, to Rumble. I know who you're talking about. He played the king or whatever. Yeah, he played the king. Kevin uh, Spacey? No. 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 He's, a, he's a big fat guy. He's got a funky name. He's got a... You'll, Patrick McGoohan? Yeah, that might be it. No, that's not it. I know that's not it. He's, a, he's, a real, he's actually like, what, like seven feet tall probably? He's a huge guy. He was in A Time to Kill? Yeah. He always plays like a uh, like an assistant or a doctor or a scientist, it seems yeah. like. He was, he, was pretty, he was pretty good in that movie, though. This is probably his best, uh, his best role, in my opinion. Um wasn't a time to kill. It, it, it was good. Keep looking on a time to kill. See if you can find yeah, out. You got Emmett Walsh, Anthony Hild, Kurtwood Smith, Doug Hutchison, Nikki Cat, Chris Cooper, John Deal, yeah. Raven, Larry Moore Kelly, Tone Stewart, Ashley Judd, Patrick McGoohan. Oliver Platt. Oliver Platt, yeah. Yeah. Oh, dude, I should have started at all. Yeah, dude, I told you he was one oh, of the main yeah. characters. You're over there going through the stunt, man. You said yeah. he had a weird name, like Oliver Platt's. Platt's like a, a weird name. The yeah. most mustard. How many name people out there? you know named Oliver or Platt? Yeah, <laughs> but like zero, man. There, there's Platt College, just okay. You're reaching. I'm just saying, yeah. man. It's not yeah. an uncommon. I got a, I got a Platt dude. of a subdivision in my truck right yeah. now. <laughs> Bottom line is, you have someone named Raven Larry Moore Kelly. That's a lot of people R-A- named Raven. R A E, comma. Capital V E N. Yeah, all right. Well, that's wrong though. That's not who. You also was. have a dude named McGoohan. That's McConaughey. You're just reading it wrong. No, that's Patrick McGoohan <laughs> as Judge Omar Noose. <laughs> but but no. Anyway, that, Time to Kill is a great movie. Yeah, join the other 272 of us, 272 thousand of us who have followed Matthew McConaughey oh, on yeah? his 50th birthday. So I know how he Texas fans are. Y'all looking, dude, reaching for anything to be cool, and he's all y'all got. He's a cool dude, though. Yeah. I mean, he really is. Yeah. Him and Dave Grohl. Yeah. He's not as cool as Woody. I like Woody. Woody. I like Woody Harrelson. From Cheers? Yeah, I mean, that's one thing he was in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah, man. Woody from Cheers. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> not his man. most recent thing, but. Kinda, uh, you know what? You can't tell me that What's him the- playing Tallahassee. In Zombieland's not one of the top five characters of all time. It, it is, is but <laughs> but I but I but see that's the thing is is you know it raises a notch. Then you watch that movie with Bill Murray about the bowling. Yeah, Kingpin, and it Kingpin. drops him a little bit. Are you kidding Dude, me? He got out cooled by Murray. Dude, he was a great Roy Munson. 
Roy Munson is supposed to be a Munson. Yeah, He's some, not supposed to be Ernie McCracken. Some people, some people just rub me the wrong way. And oh my goodness, Woody Harrelson's one of those people. Really? He annoyed me in Cheers. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Oh man, That's, who was why. your favorite character on Cheers? Diane? No. Probably like. Have you seen True Crime? Probably Frasier. Yeah, that sounds about right. True Crime. I watched. Okay, so I watched the the first few episodes but then i didn't have hbo so i was watching at a friend's house yeah and i didn't get to finish it uh did it finish strong was it good that Yo, first yeah one? season one is phenomenal everybody says don't watch season two because it's terrible yeah so i just didn't all right uh I, and then they're about to come out with season three i don't have hbo anymore I, either i had it through like amazon free for a month or e- something like that yeah um i'd heard a lot but yeah anytime you get woody and, and mcconaughey together you you got to expect it to be a little bit all right. Yeah, McCona- McConaughey's character is in that uh, movie is kind of different for him. Yeah. He's a whack job. Yeah. Yeah. It's because I remember I'm cutting back and forth, and it was him as, you know, the clean-cut cop, and then it goes to him looking like they just drug him out of a biker bar or something. Yeah. You know, he's got the long hair and long mustache. Yeah. Yeah, him and Christian Bale are those. Because he's doing Magic Mike one week, and then he's doing Dallas Buyers Club the next. Yeah. His body's just. I don't think he ever really recovered from that. He still Dallas looks kind of scrawny, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He gets back on the juice. That Hollywood juice. Yeah. Get back on that Magic Mike Royce <laughs> magic. But, yeah, anyway. You but, know those guys probably hate bulking up for those roles as much as they but speaking, you know, pretend like they love working out and being in shape. They, You know they hate that. Yeah. I. Uh, speaking of Bell, man, I'm looking forward to that Ford versus Ferrari. Yeah, it looks like it could yeah. be pretty good. Yeah, that looks pretty good. He's so, such a great actor, too. Britney's, uh, Britney's dad was kind of telling me a little bit about that. Because, um, you know, he remembers all that going on. Yeah, let's put Shelby on the map. But uh, he said Shelby actually um, kind of a you know had a lot of things going on. But at one time, you know, he had a show that he kind of narrated that you could, I don't know if it was a radio show or a TV show or whatever. But he, uh, yeah, he had, he said Shelby was, you know, pretty cool guy. He, he wants to watch that movie. Um, Dude, you know the the, the whole story behind it. I don't know much about, but I remember you know those old you know Ford cars so those, that looked like they tried to make a Ferrari. So those races, those races kind of kind of solidified you as a as an automaker. Yeah, uh, back in the day. Yeah, and uh, Enzo Ferrari had won like five of the last eight or six of the last whatever. Like yeah, he was just and he won like three or four in a row. Yeah. Anyway, but it's still a Ferrari. And so, mark, you know, supply and demand, which, you know, no matter how good your product is, if there's no demand, you have no, no yeah. supply, whatever. Anyway, they were going under. So Ford offers to come in and buy it. Mm-hmm. And Enzo says no, which, you know, good choice, obviously. Yeah. Hindsight. But uh, Ford got angry. Henry Ford got angry about it and basically said, uh, or to, not Henry Ford, but one of the grandsons, whatever, who was running at the time. Yeah, it was like Henry Ford the second or third or something yeah. like that. Anyway, told uh, Shelby I want a car that beats Ferrari in this race, and that's what the movie's about. Yeah. Now, so, it'll be interesting. And that's where you get the GT now. Yeah. The Ford GT. Yeah. We talked about that. Another thing we talked about uh, with my wife's parents being in town, uh, talked about Elvis a little bit because uh, there's a new biopic that's going to be coming out. My and, wife's uh, going to Graceland this weekend. Yeah. The biopic, uh, I don't know who's going to play Elvis, but uh, the infamous Colonel Tom Parker is supposed to be played by Tom Hanks. I think Elvis is dead. 
How did we just go from talking about a movie <laughs> to is Elvis dead? No, I actually think he's an alien and he's on that comet that's, you know, going around the world with all those people from Heaven's Gate. Hell, right? Hellbop? Yeah. Wasn't it Hellbop <laughs> or something like that? The same, man. Don't be surprised if him and Michael Jackson and Tupac show up one day. I, well, I'd be real surprised. If it's that day, I'm going to guess it's Judgment Day because them <laughs> dudes are dead. Uh, anyway, yeah, no. So. Um, no, man. The, uh, but talking about Elvis, the, the funny story was just kind of, um, you know, he he'd said that Elvis lived most of his life at night. You know, it couldn't go really anywhere in the day. Yeah. So, And he had that group they called the Memphis Mafia, you know, like, Elvis was one of the first people to just have an entourage of overpaid people to hang out with. And uh anyways, he would he would rent out um big department stores and you know just stroll through it, you know, after midnight and just go shopping and he'd uh he'd rent out like the the park uh, or like a local fun park. He'd rent it out and they'd ride rides all night. <laughs> just kind of crazy what I'm saying. stuff. What's the point of doing that if I I don't know. Well, he couldn't go it. nowhere, man. Well, I get him. That's why. But, that's why Michael Jackson built Neverland Ranch. Yeah. The other thing is Elvis never toured abroad, and uh, a big reason was because Colonel Tom Parker. Um, there was a lot of uncertainty about you know kind of he he never got legal alien status in this country. He's Dutch born. Elvis is. No, 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 no. Colonel Tom oh, Parker. I got you. Um, and anyway, so Colonel Tom Parker, which was Elvis's manager, and made over fifty percent whatever Elvis made. Colonel Tom Parker got over 50% of it. Like, Dude. That was the deal he struck with Elvis to get him you know, going and everything. Uh, but anyways, long story short, Parker, um, he, uh, he wasn't a, a citizen. And uh, there was a lot of people thought the reason he wasn't a citizen was because uh, he came to America when he was about 18 and more than likely killed somebody uh, over there and kind of fled over here to get away and just didn't ever want to be found right uh and and everything so who uh, knows elvis, elvis isn't the dude to attach yourself to then well yeah but i mean but that's why he didn't go abroad but parker, but i mean you know he called himself colonel tom parker i mean ain't nobody gonna like that's not gonna ding on anybody's radar if you're looking for a dutch criminal but um anyways uh he never would let elvis tour abroad because he didn't want to go through customs or anything like you know his real name come out or whatever and he was still international wasn't he elvis yeah he had tons of international fans and they always wanted him to come overseas and he never would huh. yeah i'd he say probably the closest he ever got was going to hawaii you know he stayed he in the continental or got out of the continental united states but you know still in the u.s so he definitely would have beat uh garth brooks then oh yeah dude. garth brooks number one selling album uh artist yeah but no elvis was uh elvis was huge he was worldwide but he didn't tour and a lot it was because uh tom parker man he uh other than the only time Elvis went out of the country is when he uh, joined the military, or when he got drafted or whatever, and he went for yeah, two Elvis. years. Yeah, yeah, do different time back then too. Yeah, you never see. Uh, well, Parker actually said that it would be good because it would give him, uh, it would help his image because you know, he, you know, Elvis was kind of, he was a bad boy, um, and uh, so he went over there, and Parker's like, it'll help your image. Plus, he says in two years, they're going to be starving for Elvis Presley in the United States. So we're going to plan this big tour when you come back and make a bunch of money, and it worked out. Yeah. Also, though, while he was in Germany, he met the then-child Priscilla Presley. We forget how much these dudes, like, 
him and Jerry Lee Lewis, you know, both, you know, married teenagers. Yeah. That's, that's just ridiculous. Well, a different time too, though. <laughs> yeah, but does that make it okay? Well, I mean, when but you're you're. I mean, they they straddle the time when it wasn't uncommon for a fourteen year old to to get permission to marry somebody, and those people are still married today. Yeah, you know, eighteen year olds were marrying right out of high school, going to military and working and and all that. So yeah, I do, I don't think it's as taboo to uh, back then as it was today. It was a pretty big deal, man, because both those guys were. Uh, it was a scandal for both of them. Yeah. Yeah, it was still bad. No, no, I get it, but it's just not. So I think there was a little more innocent than probably today. Maybe. Of course, you know. have that. Who's that dude from Lost uh, that ended up getting permission to marry a 13-year-old or whatever? Oh, wow. I have no clue what you're talking what? about. No. Was it dude. the fat guy? Man, usually, yeah. You know, it was, uh, it was one. It was, it was, his name's from Lost. It was some weirdo from Lost, and, and parents, she's... 13, 14, 15 years old, somewhere in there. I mean, those are three big changes. I mean, but I'm just all saying, wrong, but line, I'm saying 13, 15, line, there's a lot of a, differences going on. She was a minor. Yeah. Parents signed over her wow. rights to, to marry, which you can do, huh? technically. Wild. Anyway. Yeah. Speaking of uh, wild. Yeah. What do, you think of, what do you think of Baker Mayfield storming out on that reporter? It's not that wild. I mean, like, dude, that's a dumb question. Like, Baker just, oh, come on. Was it really? Was it really that dumb? Did he ask a dumb question? Because basically all he asked was, uh, essentially, it didn't look like there was a sense of urgency on that two-minute drive at the end of the first half. Well, this is a local guy, right? Well, okay. It's 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 not like, this is like Jim Traber asking him. It's fair. You know? This guy has an issue with Mayfield. Yeah. He He didn't think Mayfield was a good pick. Yeah. And so I'll give you that. However, I kind of feel like I know you kind of know Mayfield lost or or was kind of pinned in the ropes when he says, do you play football? You don't. So you don't know. Yeah. Which I don't necessarily agree with because. I mean, you can just watch and kind of I mean, there are sports guys who never played the game, but they understand the game. Uh, no, they understand no, no. The strategies and all that. So to me, when you when you rely on that. Do you play? No, then you don't know. Then that's you don't have an argument. Yeah. And I'm looking at Here's it. what I think about Baker, though. I think Baker's being Baker, and nobody cares when he's winning, and everybody's just blowing up because they're losing. Well, yeah. Now, the dude has a point, and here's why. They get the ball with two minutes and 19 seconds, mm-hmm. right? Which, to me, 19 seconds is enough time to get two plays in. Yeah. Now, granted, they ran seven yards with Chubb. Yeah. Um, but part of that could be because he can't throw the out routes. Yeah. Because what you do is you, you play the sidelines and get out yeah. of bounds and, and, and milk the clock. Yeah. Whatever. 19 seconds goes down, two-minute warning. That's a timeout. That's when you get, you know, TV commercial. You get your thing, and this is the place we're running, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And you kind of sequence it out. Then they run Nick Chubb, right tackle, for no gain with two minutes. Yeah. And they don't run another play. For 45 seconds. Yeah. Dude, that's at least three plays if you're running a hurry up two minute. Then uh, they just run a bunch of dink and dups. Uh, and then the penalty he talked about was at the 28 second mark. But Man. all I'm saying is reporter has a point. They didn't have a sense of urgency. 
Yeah, but at the same time, okay. Listen, I don't. Have I don't, you ever been just so frustrated and not wanting to answer hey, a question that I'm you getting, snapped at someone's question? I'm not. I'm not. Yeah. I think like 15 seconds ago, you just told your son if he asked you one more stupid question. Okay. No, I get it. I'm not knocking. <laughs> Sometimes Mayf- you're not in the mood, I'm man. Not, I'm not knocking Mayfield for getting upset and frustrated. Right? Yeah. I agree with him 100. percent Dude, when he's winning, and he's he's. But here's the thing, man. You haven't been winning. Yeah. You you. I mean, six wins last year. Get there. How, okay. How low is the Let's, bar in in Cleveland that your quarterback wins six? I want wins. the same Josh Walker that defends Mitch Trubisky to look at with the Cleveland Browns their lack of offensive line, lack their of offensive poor coaching. Line. Okay. All right. Nobody is was it, hey, but nobody it, was talking about that last year when they're winning. No, no, no. Now let's, all of a sudden, it's, it's let's, their okay. Excuse. Let's look at it from the Mitch Trubisky glasses. Okay, yeah. Nick Chubb is hands down the best offensive player on that team, yeah. and has proven that. So they are running the ball well. Now I'll give you Nagy maybe the problem or the offensive coordinator. Yeah, because when they feed the rock and and go with a run heavy offense, giving it to David Montgomery, uh-huh. they're they're pretty good. They move the ball. Here's the difference. They let a full black help compensate for the fact that their line's not blocking which great, which is what you do. Problem is, he, problem is, problem is, that works a couple times. Then he runs back to trying to spread it out and, again, and, and that's and he don't have the quarterback to do it with. Well, that you don't have the offensive line to do it with. He don't have the quarterback to do it. Dude, with Dude, Trubisky did well when he ran the play action stuff. That's your wheelhouse, dude. First off, Nagy, you have on paper probably the best defense in the league so you should be running the ball all the time and the other thing and and you are more of a football guy than i am i'll give you that so explain this to me if you aren't a deep threat you know if your offense doesn't have a big threat of throwing the deep ball yeah who are they gonna throw do you have any business running any kind of spread offense I mean, you can. Because the best gains you're going to get are going to well, be on a play action that was set up by a bunch of good runs because someone gets open in that first well, 10 yards on a scene. Arizona's doing it right now. In, in Arizona's reality, got good blocking. That's my point. Yeah. If, 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 if Chicago had the offensive Arizona line. Arizona has phenomenal blocking, in if, fact. If Arizona, if, if Chicago had the offensive line, in my opinion, they probably could. Yeah, I mean, without the deep threat. Here's the here's the difference between Mayfield and Trubisky is that dude has two of the best receivers, one of the best running backs, a very good tight end. He just can't throw the make all the throws. Well, that's 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 for him to for him for him to be able to make the throws behind that line. He'd have to be Tom Brady. He'd have to get rid of the ball so fast. Well, but he can't. And he would have to, and the receivers would have to know where they're but going the and thing, go there because he's going to be throwing the ball before they even have a chance to break. But the other thing is he doesn't throw the out, out route very well at all or the comeback. So that shrinks your field down dramatically. Yeah. You know what I mean? Trubisky can make them because he did in the combine. It's just <laughs> he has the arm. He's been horribly inaccurate. Yeah, he has the arm strength to make them. Yeah. Not necessarily the accuracy, but he has the arm straight to make those throws. Yeah. I'll tell you who has the arm straight to make those throws that's, that really surprises me. Who? Kyler Murray. Yeah. 
I was watching that game Thursday night, and that dude was putting some pepper on the ball. Yeah. You know, I told now, you. Granted, that 88-yard touchdown should have been at least tipped, <laughs> if not intercepted. He got lucky. No. But he's no. got some juice on it. Yeah, and, and you know, we, we talked about that when you were so uh, beside yourself when they drafted him and everything. I was like, you know. Still don't like him. I, you know, I, I understand the whole height, and I don't think he's as – I don't think he's as weak and light as you thought he was. I think he's short, but I think he's a lot stockier than you give him credit for and a lot well, stronger. I think I, here's what I think. But he can – dude, he has got a ridiculous amount of athletic ability. He's like no, – No, dude, He's listen. got the – like Lamar Jackson, if, 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 I'm gonna, if Lamar if, Jackson was short, we would be comparing them together. If I'm going <laughs> to eat crow on somebody, it's going to be Kyler Murray. Yeah. It's not going to be Baker Mayfield. No, I, I understand that's, that. that I, I said it. On this podcast, hot take for Josh that five years from now we're going to look back at the Baker Mayfield draft, yeah, and look at and say Lamar Jackson. Yeah. They're going to look. And, we're going to talk about that. And, like, and I don't uh, know if I Alex said it. Smith. I don't know if I said it Aaron earlier. Rogers. I don't know if I said it earlier in the um, in the in the in the podcast. You know, when they were drafting and all that stuff. But you know, he's not as tall as Russell Wilson, but all the comparisons to Russell Williams are, are a lot fairer than you give him credit yeah, for. Yeah, but Russell Wilson has a stronger arm. I would be more... But the running is there, and the strength more, is there. If I'm going to compare anyone to Russell Wilson, it'd be Kyler Murray. Yeah. I'm, I, I mean, in all That's reality... That's what I'm saying. No, I, I thought you were talking about Mayfield. No, 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 Mayfield's no. a Johnny Manziel, in my opinion. He may have better study habits, which may... Colt McCoy is probably another good one. He's just not a. He's not going to be a perennial starter. I think. I think, I think best, you're wrong the, on that. I think the best Mayfield can hope for is career wise is Colt McCoy. No, I think weak you're wrong. arms, accurate. No. no, I think you're wrong on that. I think he's having a sophomore slump, and I think that they'll do a little bit better. But I don't. Mm. I don't think Mayfield's going to be. I don't think Mayfield's going to be as trash as you're giving him credit for. Bust. He's not going to be near the bus that. Texas is back has been this year. But, I can't believe y'all thought Texas was back, man. But, y'all thought Texas was dude, back. Starting nine nine underclass. You know what y'all are starting to do? Y'all are starting to really resemble A and M. I gotta admit, y'all no. really are. Y'all, dude, hey man, it's, 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 it's the man's second. It's the man's second year. All right, uh, let him be a perennial. 20-something years like R.C. Slocum. Like a, uh, like a Chris Winkie? <laughs> like R.C. Slocum, man. 20 years of mediocrity, then then we can say that. We're only in his third year. He's starting nine freshmen on on defense and again smoked. Yeah. So I'm not I'm not ready to hang it up on him right now just yet because he has had some big wins. Beating Georgia was a big win. He beat yeah. He beat OU last year. He beat two but, playoff I mean, I'm teams. Just, We've been hearing and hearing and hearing Sam Ellinger's best quarterback. And Dude, the offense is fine. It's the defense. Yeah. We can't stop anybody. Got to come up with stops. Yep. It's a total package thing. Beat right. Oklahoma State, though. So. Right. Hey. But speaking of. Beaten. Beaten, man. Beaten. Lamar Jackson's a stud. He should get to wear a cape. That that but that <laughs> here's the thing. I can't believe he's the, Browns, the Kawhi Leonard of the NFL. I can't believe the Browns beat them. Yeah. But if you watch that game, dude, he was getting no support. Yeah. Plus, I think the old coordinators finally figured out how to use that guy. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see when they play again. Yeah. But that's why we're donning the old Baltimore hat tonight. No, that it looks good, man. It, Lamar Jackson's been great. He's been fantastic. I mean, it's, the MVP. Yeah. It, it's one of those things that makes hey, you want to watch football. Let me ask you this. I got a theory. 
because I keep I keep wondering why. Like I personally just wonder why they chose Baker Mayfield at that spot. Yeah, right. Number one spot with Saquon Barkley and Chubb and and Lamar Jackson, some other guys. Remember Jimmy G? Well, you don't forget that New York got obliterated for picking Saquon Barkley with a number two pick because they needed a quarterback. Yeah, well, they got that's just there. that's just how it goes, man. I, I get it, but here's my point, though. Even though he was leaps and bounds the best player at his position that the draft could have ever Saquon? hoped for. Yeah. He's the best player in the draft. Yeah. I mean, Not even just position, like just the the top difference maker. Him yeah. and McCaffrey, yeah. in my opinion, are game changers. Well, McCaffrey's been. Yeah, he should get MVP. Little, little bad boy, too. He's going to be a quarterback, <laughs> but McCaffrey's yeah. tearing it up. And <laughs> he's, he, dude, he's making, he's making, oh, what's his name look good. Oh, uh, Cam. Kyle Allen. Or Kyle Allen. But anyway. Yeah, because Cam's hurt, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Remember Jimmy G when they traded him? Yeah. And and then the story released that we that essentially the best package was coming from Cleveland, but Belichick didn't want to do him dirty, so he took less for Jimmy G to give him to uh You heard San that Francisco. somewhere? Yeah. Huh. I didn't hear that. Yeah. So He didn't I'm, want to do Cleveland dirty? No, he didn't want to do Jimmy G dirty. Oh by sending okay. him to Cleveland. Cleveland okay. had the better package. Yeah. But he took the lesser package and sent him to San yeah. Francisco. Instead of Cleveland to do okay. him a solid. Oh, all right. Uh, Belichick being a sweetheart in a moment. Do you That's, think? Do you think behind the scenes, some of those players were like, "I'll Eli Manning you if you draft me number one." <laughs> and so they 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 basically Mayfield was the first guy that's like, "Yeah, let's do it." Yeah. You I know what I mean? I don't know, man. I don't know. I think there's a lot more that goes on behind the scenes. Of guys saying, like, I won't play for you. Yeah. Like, I'll so we're, sit. We're in a different league now. Right. I'll go back to college before we'll look I'll at, play that's for we'll, you. We'll look at A.B., look at Le'Veon, look at uh, Ezekiel Elliott and uh, Melvin Gordon and all those guys. I mean, we're in a different league now where guys are like, you know what? I'm not going to. Bosa mm-hmm. gets beat by OU, realizes national championships not in the cards. What's he do? Quits college. Mm-hmm. And goes and, and rehabs and trains for the pros. We're in a we're in a whole different league now where mm-hmm. those guys are realizing like I don't I don't have to do this anymore. Yeah. You know, I can choose these things now. You can I, you have more control over your uh your faith than you used to. That's what yeah. I'm saying. And and like I mean and, and Eli Eli kinda kinda cracked that open. Yeah. You know. I mean he did. He came out and straight up said, I will not play for his Chargers, right? Yeah, or the San Rams Diego. or somebody like that. San Diego. Yeah, so I Chargers. will not play for San Diego. So they 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 drafted him. Giants drafted uh, Palmer at number ten, I think, and then mm-hmm. they tra- then they traded picks. Yeah, Roethlis- maybe maybe earlier or later. Roethlisberger was in there somewhere too, but mm-hmm. uh, but again, man, it's just one of those things where these players realize they're the money makers. Yeah. Well, I think something else you need to consider with all these quarterbacks, and I and I'll even give Trubisky a little bit of a leash, even though I'm I'm completely aggravated watching him play is it's hard to throw it downfield in the NFL. And when you get quarterbacks that can, you know, Aaron they're Rogers. important. Yeah, because – Did you see that one where he's like – There's a there's a lot of dink and dunk offenses out there right now because dudes can't throw it downfield. Yeah, but I mean – I mean, No, I agree. You know – Here's the thing. The, the, thing Steelers is, are, the Steelers are averaging like five yards per pass. Here's the thing. And Rudolph in college was hucking it. Well, he had a great receiver. Well, they don't. They didn't play against defenses. But 
here's the thing is is he's got that same great receiver in Pittsburgh. You have you have, in my opinion, only a handful of quarterbacks that can go to any team and be like Breeze, Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers was practically vertical and threw a dime. But check it out though, like Mahomes and Lamar, both of them coming out of college. Their accuracy was in question. The only thing that wasn't in question was just they had the arm strength to be a good quarterback. Yeah, but that's Andy Reid and John Harbaugh, who, by the way, is an Andy Reid product. Yeah, on that Andy Reid coaching tree. Well, I mean, you know, but I but I don't think those guys are in that in uh, John Harbaugh. Why Joe Flacco was so great? <laughs> he won a Super Bowl. Oh, man. Made Come a on, million hey, dollar contract hey, on hey, it. did did he win a Super Bowl? Or did dude, Ray no. Lewis win a Super Bowl? No, that was Joe Flacco. That dude went off in the playoffs. Yeah, he 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 somehow didn't overthrow everybody. Dude, he was. He's got a cannon. He just yeah. he can't keep it down. No, he that. I mean that that year. That's why it was so hilarious that he went to Denver, where it's so easy to overthrow yeah. your receivers. Like, why would you put this dude yeah. in Denver? That's the worst go, place for him. Need to go to New Orleans below <laughs> <Yeah>. sea level. <laughs> You need to go somewhere yeah. where the air is thick. Yeah, some humidity. <laughs> Knock that ball down a little bit. No, I, I don't know. I just I just don't – I think we all, like, look at, at great quarterbacks, and there really aren't that many in the league that you it, could – It's it's hard. I think Drew yeah. Brees, I think Aaron Rodgers, I think maybe Mahomes, and yeah. maybe Russell Wilson. And Tom, i tell you what, man, as much as I hate the Seahawks, you just – well, you, Tom Brady. You gotta like Russell Wilson. And Tom it's kind of like when I hated the San Francisco 49ers back in the day. But I mean, Steve Young was hard to hate. Yeah, I mean, that, just gritty football player. Did yeah, it all. But then you had like, like Ricky Waters. That you're like, yeah, I can hate that. Yeah, dude. I can hate that dude. <laughs> <laughs> all gold tooth and everything, man. Dion and Merton Hanks. Remember yeah. Merton Hanks? With I the actually kind of like Dion. I ain't gonna lie, man. I got a, I got a spot for him and uh, yeah. Michael Irvin. I was a Cowboys fan back in the '90s. But I was a Steelers fan, but you know, Cowboys were close, so they were, they were. Dude, my, I was a, they I were was my still, NFC I was team. still a Cardinals fan. Yeah, but man, dude, it, I got to the point where I'm like. I got a root for somebody besides them because yeah. outside of Jake Palmer that one year, there was nothing worth. I mean, dude, Aikman was setting red. Like, Cowboys all you saw down in Texas. So, like, yeah. anytime you got to watch Arizona, yeah. just watch Aikman. Hands down, Aikman, the Arizona Cardinals, he had career games every time. Every time. His, his stats are best against the Arizona Cardinals. Oh, wow. Or Phoenix <laughs> Cardinals at the time. Buddy Ryan and all that. But Is anyway. that still the score? Yeah, <clears throat> Dallas is up. Well, it was it was sixteen to twelve. Now it's thirteen to twelve. I don't know what they lose three points. No, nope, it's back. To okay, <laughs> that's just a, my refresh. How did the up. Cowboys figure out how to lose three points? It's a safety plus one. <laughs> it's a safety plus one. Making <laughs> <laughs> a field goal. Hey, if anyone were going to do it, if anyone could figure it out, it'd it would be Jason Garrett. Oh my Jason, Garrett. Jason Garrett needs to go. Man. Does he get fired? Uh, uh, yeah, I think he's gone at the end of the season. You know, you always hear that you know he's got like some kind of immunity with Jerry Jones, where he just for some reason is never going to get fired. But you would assume that that's about the best move they can make to get to the Super Bowl right now. Well, you can just see it in this guy's faces that he's lost the locker. You know room. who I? You know who I go after? In all reality, yeah, Blinken, Lincoln, Bob Stoops. Well, yeah, everybody why. says no, no, that. No, no, no. Here's but... why. Here's why. Okay. Here's here's why I do it. 
Blinkin' Lincoln is probably the <laughs> he best. He's calling the uh, – you've been following that Blinkin' Riley on uh, Twitter, haven't Blinkin you? Riley. He's a fantastic Lincoln. follow, by the way. Blinkin' Lincoln is probably the best <laughs> developer of quarterbacks in college football. He's right got to be, right? Because you look at how, what – you look at what Baker Mayfield's doing right now. Mm-hmm. You, what you want to see is you want to see a great quarterback in college – Go stink in the NFL. That means your your quarterback coach or whatever is is the money. It's not it's not like Mac Brown who got Vince Young, Colt McCoy seven years in a row and like looks like a genius. And then those guys do fairly well in the NFL, rookie of the year and and perennial, uh, you know, at least backup, whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. those are good guys. Blinken Lincoln sent Baker Mayfield in, and the dude's not doing that as great. Right. Yeah. He had a Kyler, good season last season. Kyler's not He's doing right. that great. The bar set low. If he was anywhere but Cleveland, it would have been a bad season. Yeah. But you know, Kyler's not doing that great. He's dinking and dunking. Now part of that's uh his terrible head coach who needs to be fired immediately. Uh but uh but <laughs> you don't get Baker being, Mayfield that same. But the point being is is you just you just don't see guys leaving OU and going into the league just like tearing it up, whereas in you you don't see a lot of, you know, outs, I think, I think, outside of out, outside. What other Big Twelve quarterbacks have had success in the league outside of Patrick Mahomes? I'm trying to think. Mm. They play soft defenses, man. Come on. Yeah, no, but see, part of they it, play every time they go against a good defense, like an SEC defense. Yeah, but we dude. realize they're not as good. Their receivers are just a little more open. Possibly. You know, these guys like Tua, they got it hard. You know, Tua's a lot better than, you know, a thrower than these guys are. Just he goes up against defenses. Yeah, that's a valid point. I still think Bling and Lincoln. I mean, I don't want to admit that, but that's what I have to admit. The only thing I would argue is is Jalen Hurts mechanically and all that is looking better than he did at Bama. Maybe. Maybe. I'm talking. Know. I'm talking from an accuracy standpoint. Yeah. Because, dude, there were some games where he couldn't hit the broad side of the bar. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I think Lincoln is is probably more of a quarterback developer than yeah. than a guy who's. Hey, right. I like Lincoln. You. I'm actually thinking about. I'd like to go down. They do that. They uh, do that coaches show or whatever at Rudy's Barbecue. Hey, pump the brakes, man. I'm about to. Oh, about yeah, to we're not. Stuff. We're not doing. We're not live streaming. Hey, the dude chain from Rudy's. I'm right? not <laughs> just. To, I'm not talking about the dude chain. Believe me, to, if I go, you're not invited. Just, to, <laughs> I'm just saying, I want to go. Just to get a listen to someone talk who maybe Lincoln. knows what they're talking about, Boy. instead of just confident that whatever they make up yeah. on the fly is good. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm giving guys credit where credit's due. You are. You're doing a lot better today, and I'm proud of I'm you. I'm just telling you, man. I'm not sold on Bayfield. Yeah. I just. I, Part of it's just him throwing those out routes. Just yeah. watching guys jump his his his. I mean, he, he's leading. He he's leading the league in interceptions. I think right now. Yeah. Oh, he's got to be. And what's his name? Our perennial. It, they're probably also leading the league in receivers no. getting hit and then bouncing it to a defender too, though. Okay, but they that the, there's a video. I sent a video with all of his interceptions. Only two of them are the receivers' fault. The rest yeah. of them are hitting hands, but they're way behind. 
Yeah. And I mean, you're looking at the NFL, man, where like you can't you can't throw a ball behind a receiver. No, not really. In, no, inside the red zone because I mean, there's just it's too tight. He's not hitting the tight windows. Yeah, is, you, is what it you is. got to get They're it where they can fault. catch it. Yeah, they're his fault. He can't throw the out routes. That's why I'm not sold on him. But. Yeah. Hey, why don't y'all help me out with something? I got to buy a vehicle. Okay. Help me out. What do I get? Well, I we're looking for that a website. We're looking for a midsize. Yeah, but that doesn't help me with a vehicle. Yeah, that, it does. Well, look at his pre-owned inventory. Well, I know, but I don't know what to get. I don't well, know what to. The, that's what I'm saying. They, they had Nathan. Nathan. Mike, <laughs> do my Mike Tyson impression here. <laughs> they got the Nathan Pathfinder. <laughs> now they had a Nissan Pathfinder on there. Everybody though. has a plan until they get punched in the mouth. <laughs> yeah. They had a Nissan. They had a Nissan Rogue. Yeah. Tons of raw fours and Highlanders. Uh, reasonably priced. Yeah. And. So no, from the sounds of it, that's what you. You know, we're going to have for. two car seats. That's the big thing. We're going to have two car seats, and we need a vehicle that can go to Tennessee and Broken Bow and all these places we have to go to see family, where we can load two car seats and all their junk, like pack and plays and all that stuff that it takes to. Because right now the car, we can't hardly do it. Well, your daughter, your oldest, is. Getting close at an age where she could probably bunk with you guys. No, that ain't never going to happen. Never going to happen. No. I kiss well, her good night and I put her to bed in a different room. Then I would go Highlander, Pathfinder, that Explorer size. Not the full size like an Expedition, yeah. but not as small as an Escape. Yeah. So you're looking at a Highlander or a Pathfinder or an Explorer. Yeah, the Explorer's a little range. expensive, man. I think that's out of our price range. Yeah. They're on the they're on the high end price. Like wise. I said, check it out. I mean, check check out his pre owned. Because there's a lot of these that uh that you know you see like the starting price and Ford's like five grand higher than all of them on just the base model price. And I'm not I don't know man, I I stick with Toyota personally. Yeah, just my my personal opinion. Corey, you've actually run through a few vehicles because uh, y'all traded them out yeah. and stuff. I so. get a new vehicle about every two years. Yeah. It's not a new, new vehicle. But, but no, a different, different one. Yeah, you, you buy yeah. smart, um, so I'll give you. Well, I mean, to Toyota Lexus, man, I think is when it comes to just quality and the amount of life you're going to get out of it, it's probably the best, hands down. Yeah. Toyota makes a good product. Lexus makes a good product. I mean, yeah. It's the same product. Um, after uh, after that, it's probably Honda. Yeah. And now, then GMC. Now, honestly, now the Lexus and Toyota – when when they ran all the maintenance, like cost of maintenance yeah. on it, Lexus, Toyota at the very bottom of the list. Yeah, BMW's highest because <laughs> it's expensive yeah. to work on them. No, lowest. Oh, lowest. It's, so cheapest. Yeah. Oh, okay. To maintain okay. Lexus and Toyota. Oh, okay. No, most, that's good to know. Most expensive to maintain BMW. Well, because you know you run into a lot of different things uh, of what people value. Um, if you want to go with who has the just absolute best warranty, it's like. Hyundai and Kia. Yeah. Well, um, they, they have to have a great warranty dude. to make up for their lack of a quality product. Is, is really? Because... I, I think it is. I mean, there has to be something to, else to attract Because to Subaru their, seems their to be the one that has to be worked on the most. They say uh, that Subarus uh, are the most... Subaru, Subarus are pretty yeah. good, man. I never had... To, I had one for two years. I never had any issues with it. They, they, say, they say they start to kind of have issues. Here's the uh, thing. The, it's the, um, it's the uh, exhaust manifold, and it's super expensive because of uh, the way the Subaru is... I don't think you can take the head off without it's like a major like yeah. the whole engine has to come yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so the way yeah. the Subaru is built like yeah, it's got the best gas mileage stuff, but if you have an issue, it's it's 
there's no cheap fix yeah. on a Subaru. Everybody that I know, well, everybody that takes cars to like the full extent of their life, which I never have, get about two hundred fifty thousand miles out of a Subaru, which yeah. is pretty good. No, that's good because I mean, in a wow. Ford, in a Ford, you're lucky to get a hundred to one hundred and ten. Yeah, my GMC's got two hundred fifty three on all of its original yeah, drivetrain. GMC's good too, but now. Hey, it, you feel it. You know it's you know it's got those miles on it when you drive it down yeah. the road. Well, we bought Shane at GMC and we we love it so far. She said that she really likes that uh, Acadia is what y'all got. Yeah, yeah. And, and their fleet vehicles all over the place, so you can find some really good used deals yeah. on them with low mileage. GMC also has a issue with engine though. Do they? Yeah. What issue? Notorious. Well, my GMC blew its either bearing rod or headers. Yeah. Which is normal. Like not normal, but common for those. That's the the V eight, I guess, right? It was all of them, but yeah, it's more the bigger cars. Yeah, because the Cadia probably the six cylinder probably big as you get it. It's a six, but I'm just saying, typically when you go in the smaller cars, you don't have the same issues you do with the bigger cars. Yeah, yeah. So what, like the Toyota Highlander, sounds like it's a pretty solid one. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing you got to think of is is resale value. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna get more for a Toyota Lexus, a Toyota after you when you go to trade it in yeah then you are a kia or a hyundai yeah because those i mean those are basically disposable cars yeah so huh that's i mean no just, that's good to think about like i said personally britney, britney really loved her uh her little camry so she had a little toy of the camera i dig my camera or yeah. my daughter's camera that i'm driving now but, yeah um britney's always smelled like funky cheese for some reason i don't know if she let a taco bell taco mean, get, Listen, girls are disgusting. Contrary to popular belief, girls are disgusting. <laughs> yes. If you've ever been into a, like an actual public girls' bathroom, it's disgusting. Hey. If you've ever been inside their house or married to one, hey, it's if, disgusting. If you hey. just come to my house and come ah, to our dude. bathroom, if Check you want to see how bad it is. Dude, I had a coach yeah, uh, in college yeah. that he's just like, I know you guys are like ladies. I know y'all are out here by yourself and the hormones are going wild. <laughs> Please tell he me goes, that's exactly how he talked. Yeah, his name was Charlie Moot. He goes, but I just want you to know, the sweeter they smell, the more they're hiding. He kind of went on the same rant, though, that women are nastier than you think they are, boys. Yeah. And he goes, well, the hair to, down the sink is enough. That's but, what she see. Oh, that's what he dude. said. He said, yeah. if, you, if you want to stay dating this girl, stay out of her bathroom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but then it's all the makeup and products that, you know, also get spilled on the counter in the sink. Yeah. And, well, you know, I, I detail my wife's car probably once every three months. Yeah. And without fail, not so much in this car because I made a big deal out of it in the last car. But, you know, they do their makeup on the way to work. Yeah. I don't know if your wife is the same way or yours, but they always do their makeup on the way to work. So the makeup's on their hands and they grab the steering wheel and where it's like stitched together, uh-huh. like just makeup just gets caked in there. Yes. And it is disgusting. Gross. It is disgusting. Yeah. But Gross. it hasn't been an issue in this one so far. And, and yeah, and like, you know, we attack all these things. Texting and driving, It's you don't do it. Obviously, drinking and driving, you don't do it. When are we going to admit that doing your makeup while driving could be causing some problems out there in traffic? I Dude, mean, when are we going to admit that uh, females in traffic? <laughs> yeah. Hey, yeah. Well, here's the thing: Fem- females, females call. I call me what you want. <laughs> I might be off on this. Am I wrong? <laughs> yeah, I might be off on the statistic, but it's like females cause more accidents, but males cause way more fatal accidents. Yeah, speed, well, is, speed is our thing. We have rage. <laughs> yeah, speed, rage. 
Women don't have the rage like like yeah. the guys do. They're just terrible think. drivers. Are we sure there's not a woman nagging them in the passenger seat? I don't know. I think I get way more hot when I'm by myself than when I'm she's kidding, there. Ladies. I'm, I'm kidding, ladies. Out. I'm kidding. Yeah, you're kidding. Well, now we we got to find something. Uh, you know, uh, starting this new job, uh, there's a lot of new things because, uh, you know, it just it changes a little bit of the dynamic of uh, – vehicles you know it's something i haven't yeah. thought about in the last five years now all of a sudden i need one and you know kind of need one quick because we got a baby on the way and dude we just bought a house i'm thinking man we just bought a house i don't want to buy a vehicle too but oh, kind of once dude. life starts happening it just starts happening yeah. you just gotta oh you want dependable cars yeah for sure and you know the 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 value of a warranty versus the value of buying a car that's already depreciated the most of its you know Oh, cliff can, dive out because that first two three years you know they depreciate out so depreciate yeah. out so bad you I mean, kind of hate to spend get it less than thirty thousand and to have some decent warranty on it and yeah and all that um but you know i get a little bit of an allowance for a vehicle through my company they uh they're like you know we you know you can drive a work truck home but if you decide not to you know we'll We'll compensate you a little bit for driving your own vehicle back and forth to work, which is actually super cool because I still can jump in a work truck if I go out in the field. Yeah. I just a vehicle to get me back and forth to work. And they're like, you know, we'll we'll compensate you a little bit. So, you know, they give us a little bit, of, a little extra. So, you know, it kind of makes it a little more affordable. Yeah. But, you know, they save in gas on me commuting and mileage on their vehicle. Yeah. You know, so it's worth it to them. So. Yeah, no, like I said. Look at that website I sent you. Like okay. Just just peruse their pre-owned, put in SUV, whatever you want. Yes, but y'all say Toyota because that's that's been that's been high on our list. Yeah, Tundra is great. Um, I'm not a huge fan of the the Forerunners or the Tacomas. No, they're, they're I kind of a rough ride, and their interiors are trash. I don't I don't want a Forerunner. Forerunner would be if we were looking for an off-roader or yeah. something and uh, if we if we were going off-road i'm not buying toyota the reason i'd we, probably get a jeep cherokee and just or yeah. a lexus gx 460 yeah don't mess don't mess with jeep man <laughs> is, is that what y'all have that's what i'm working on that's what my my uh overlander is gonna be oh yeah the one that i lifted out there yeah okay I'd, right. rather, I'd rather have no car than a mopar yeah yeah stay away from jeep yeah. yeah, my I um, can't recommend Jeep after I blew up an engine at fifty four thousand miles. Yeah, you know that's one thing is uh, they're not really good for an everyday vehicle. Really? Uh, a Jeep is a toy, like a motorcycle. It's a yeah, it's right. built for rock crawling. It's not built yeah. for just driving yeah. over the road. Yeah, yeah. No, I Grand don't. Cherokee is a little bit different, but they're still the best Grand Cherokee you can get is if you get like an off road package. Yeah, and and you use it for off roading, and you just you do it in luxury. Yeah, <laughs> I would I would steer clear Jeep. Garbage. Yeah. Yeah, but you can get them with more power and a stronger chose, drive. We chose our positive. our Explorer over a Forerunner because when we got in, when I got into it, man, I felt like this. Yeah, it's super tight. Who did it? The interior is Tacoma is the same way. Yeah, yeah, it, which is crazy because you hop in the Tundra and the Tundra is just Dude, like space it's weird because I hop into a Camry and I'm like the space in this bad boy. Yeah, you, you know. Hopefully the Highlander will be like that because that would be the one in our price range. Probably. Yeah, we looked at. When we were looking at cars, we looked at the the Highlander, we looked at the Acadia, we looked at the Honda Pilot, which, man, you want to talk about a trashy interior Honda for a Pilot? Super, yeah. super, super that's pricey. Just, that's an ugly car. Yeah, well, they wanted, they wanted close to like 50000 
for one. Really? Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, they are high. Yeah, and then you know we ended up on the Acadia because just the features that you get and the cost and the the quality of the interior was just it was more bang for the buck. Yeah, y'all's interior. I, I did notice that it looked like a real comfortable interior. It is super comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. Like I've driven it. I. I've driven and, across the country, and that's three or what four I've times. always said. Uh, I've driven a lot of different uh, pickups because in my line of work, you know, work trucks come in all flavors, and yeah, you know, not just my GMC, but uh, I got lucky, and they bought one GMC at the parts place I worked at back in the day, and uh, I got to drive it around. And man, every time I had to drive one of those Fords, I just hated it because yeah. my GMC was so comfortable. Yeah, it was just such a good ride. It drove so good. I loved it, loved it, hated those Fords, and I, I've hated every Ford I've driven. So yeah, I liked our I liked our Expedition okay, but again, at one hundred and fifteen thousand miles, the transmission started to go. Yeah, yeah, I just haven't enjoyed any of the Fords I've driven. Just not since nineteen seventy eight have they made a good truck. <laughs> was just four wheel drive? <laughs> uh, no, no, ours was just the two wheel drive. Yeah. Now, what do y'all think about all wheel drives? Versus uh, just a, a vehicle that has four-wheel drive. See, mine's full-time four-wheel drive, so I don't know. The okay. GX is. Yeah. That's, an, that's what an all-wheel drive is, isn't it? Full-time? Uh, well, no. All-wheel drive and four-wheel drive is different. Uh, if I remember right, all-wheel drive, like all the wheels are turning, but the computer will compensate, I think, so uh, that they'll turn at different speeds. Four-wheel drive, they're always all turning all at the same time, all at the same speed. Oh, okay. That's the way it was described to me. There is a difference between all-wheel and four-wheel. And they probably do that for an all-wheel drive so that it'll turn and handle better. Yes. Like my... Because uh, a four-wheel drive will just start skipping because... Right, right. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, you know, my Subaru was all-wheel drive. Yeah. Yeah. And it definitely handled really, really well, especially going like 60 miles an hour for a turn. (laughs) Not that I ever did. Handled too well. Yeah, maybe a little too well for my skill, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it kind of makes you want to drive it a little wild, like a rally car or something, huh? Yeah. Well, uh, hey man, what no, do you that, think of that Mastival versus uh, Diaz fight? I didn't see. Uh, Diaz got uh, busted God open. Smoked. Yeah, did he? And I'm sure. And it, I've seen him fight bloodied up in the past, but dude, that cut was deep. Yeah. And uh, well, he the was, doctor, the doctor made the right call. Listen, man, he was gonna get he was gonna get now, more opened up if he had kept fighting. Yeah, dude, there was this. He would. He would. Is Diaz he, a top fighter? I mean, he's he's yes. like a he's Diaz. A, the best way I think I think the best description I heard of Diaz mm-hmm. was he's a gatekeeper. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like he's, like you got to go through him. He's tough, but he's tough as nails because he's lost quite a few fights. Yeah, he lost to McGregor twice, right? Yeah, but he's and not beat him once. He's not an easy fight though. Yeah, and that's because he for those of you for I don't know if you know Massival is the one who essentially has the record for the quickest knockout in the UFC. So he's a bad dude. He threw that flying knee on Askren. Right? And everyone thought that was a great win. Now Askren's just getting knocked out by everybody. Yeah. So Askren was of, overrated, man. That's what I'm saying. Is so the so the Massival beaten uh uh Askren isn't as lofty now because everyone's beating the guy. Yeah. I mean, he's got a glass jaw. Diaz is that guy where if you beat him, like, I mean, they... He's got a lot of losses, get but sh- it's still yeah, a respectable they, win. They essentially, they essentially created a belt for these two to fight as basically the toughest dude in the in the UFC. Yeah, which is stupid. Yeah. That belt is dumb. Yeah, Which, but, that's kind of... 
Kind of makes Diaz probably a likable guy then if he's that oh, scrappy. I love Diaz. He's a yeah. He's a trash talker. He's yeah. a, you oh, can he, tell he's like a he's like fr- a from the streets kind of guy. Yeah, the way he talks. Yeah. Him and his brother both. Yeah, I I dig him from that standpoint. Oh, so um, he's got a brother that fights too. Yeah, and, and is he and, tough like that? Yeah, that's they're just those dudes who gritty. You know, I don't know if you you know those guys. That You'd probably be glad that if you're fighting them, you're fighting them in a ring and not in the street. Right, yeah. because they just keep coming at you. Yeah. Yeah. Next thing you know, they're just gnawing on your ankle. Well, that's the thing. Is like I know I know I can beat you up, and yeah. I know I can and but put I a don't good hurt on to. you. But I know that if I'm going to beat you up, I'm going to have to beat you into a coma because you will not stop coming at me. Yeah. yeah. Those that's Diaz pretty respectable, are, man. That, so, yeah. Kind of makes you like them. And Massaball handled them. Yeah, them. Yeah, he busted him open good. That was a long time ago, but someone's yeah. like, "Yeah, this is the guy not to mess with." Yeah, yeah. hey, sometimes yeah. hard work and talent meet up and, in the same and, person. And a lot of and a lot of UFC fans are dumb, and they they think that they got ripped off because they stopped the fight, but they had to. No, that man. the doctor made the right call. Yeah, yeah. no lie. Yeah, well, you, he was getting mo- dude. You know, like every, you can't close some cuts. Every time oh, that cut was never going to close. Every yeah. time, what's his name went down, he caught a foot to the face. Like there was nothing that he could do to get away yeah. from from what this guy was doing. Yeah, and you could do some major damage if that cut gets hit again. Oh yeah. So yeah. He, what he'll do is open up a fight. He, what's his name called? Uh, McGregor, a midget. <laughs> Said he didn't want any part of it. I mean, he do. He's sitting there eating a pizza in the press conference, just. <laughs> Just talking with his this mouth full of food. No, this is massive. Oh, that's what I'm saying, dude. He's, well, I he's, think I like this guy too. That's all I'm saying. No, <laughs> he, that's all I'm saying. Like, like I think there was some mutual respect between the two guys. Yeah. Now you'll hear Diaz talk trash about Massimo, but it's all. I think that's more of uh, trying to get another fight. Yeah. yeah. Well, if you if you if you saw the way they handled each other after the fight, they both were kind of like, ah, this sucks. Yeah. yeah. And then they just kind of went went about it. Yeah. And yeah. now they they you know they both said they wanted to run it back and do it again. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I don't I don't keep up with a lot of UFC, but McGregor puts himself out there enough that even a dude like me knows who he is and knows a little bit about him. And uh I don't know. He's just one of those guys it's real hard to like anything about him. Cuz I just I don't think you're going to see him fight again. Yeah, he's coming yeah. back. No. I thought they said he is. He's not going to sign anything. But you know what I mean? He's just you can tell a lot of it He's he's putting on for you know the oh, show and for the money yeah. and 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 the promoting and everything else, uh, and then just a lot of it is just I don't know kind of like how Bam was from you know Bam Guerra however you oh, say yeah. his name, just that you need beating up like you need someone to beat you to a pulp because you are the most obnoxious human being on the planet. Yeah, yeah. McGregor's in there now. It's other. It's different sure. when someone trash talks because they're just like. I'm going to beat you and all this other stuff, but it's a different when it's just that guy that you're like, no, well, see, you need beating up. Here, here, here's why I don't see. Well, uh, McGregor said he's coming back. I'm in saying January. trash talk falls differently. Yeah, he said he's coming back in January. You um, don't think he does? No, man, the guy has a hundred million dollars in the bank. Yeah, yeah, but there's, I guarantee you they'll give him fifty to come back and. Fight. Well, and how yeah, old is he? He can't be just super young for a UFC uh, fighter, right? But, late thirties. Yeah, I but I mean, and how late? How I mean, because you just. I mean, well, how I old just, is Brock Lesnar? Dude's like ninety five and still okay. Fighting. Brock Lesnar is like, <laughs> does he count? Brock Lesnar's got the Bane roids flowing through. Oh, his dude, stuff, man. how does that guy ever pass a uh, test? His he heart's going to explode. They it? just don't care. No, I mean that's why he hadn't come back from. They've they've tried to bring him back a couple times yeah. to fight uh, DC and just, fight John Jones and oh man, and and essentially who gets a sword tattooed between their breast. <laughs> yeah, and at this point you got to call those breasts on yeah. him. <laughs> 
Yeah, he, dude, dude, he's, he's making so much money wrestling right yeah. now. <laughs> it's just, uh, I don't know, man. It's Combat sports are just unique. Like I said, I think, what's his name, got beat by Khabib. McGregor got waxed by Khabib. And yeah. I, just, I don't think you're going to see the same McGregor because that McGregor doesn't need the money. He yeah. made so much money when the Mayweather fiasco. That, oh, so stupid. That now you're, you're not seeing him as hungry. Yeah. You know, Nate Diaz was banned from uh, the UFC for a year for marijuana. And now marijuana is legal, so that stuff doesn't matter anymore. And mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he's back and, and he's, he's, he's trying to make money. Whereas in, McGregor doesn't need it, man. Mm-hmm. So, and I th- I think it's it's such a dangerous sport that you have to have if you don't have that edge or that hunger and you get hurt. Yep. You know. So. Yep. Anyway. Well, where are we at on time? Right at an hour. Man, that's a good cl- good place to uh maybe maybe call this one and roll out as Josie says. Josie says roll out. Oh yeah, I got her saying roll <laughs> out. Let's roll out. Yeah. <laughs> Patriots are no longer undefeated. That's awesome. Yeah. Your undefeated Super Bowl's been ruined, Josh. Yep. Not yet. San Francisco's still in it. Yeah. yeah. But I'm, it's not the guaranteed undefeated season that we were hoping yeah. for. No. No, it's not. And San Francisco looks beatable. Yeah, yeah. no, they do. They do. They just hadn't happened yet. I mean, in all reality, Cliff Cleansbury blew that game. What idiot calls a timeout on fourth and goal? Oh, that was the dumbest play I've ever like, seen. Like, you're not even icing it. You really iced your defense, you moron. <laughs> <laughs> that was The look on his face was just the epic the stupid, I screwed up it's look, the, too, it's, man. It, it just perfect. Dude, name one coach that's ever done that. I could see if you're on offense and you call timeout because you don't say anything. Yeah. But you never called. Dude, I hate that guy. Yeah, had to stop. Had to stop. I've disliked that dude since high school. Yeah. And it hadn't changed. It hadn't changed. (laughs) Since. All right. One thing that has changed.